Come on, come on. Answer the phone, please. What? Bob, please do not get on that plane. We've been through this. I know. I know exactly why you want to go, but I'm asking you to trust me just one more time. Please, stay. I, I can't. I've got everything under control. I swear, just, just wait there and I'll explain everything. But don't leave. Ebony, if you're trying to pull... Bob, believe me. You have absolutely no reason to trust me, but I promise I won't let you down if you do. Please? And Bob? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Hey, hey. Is that what she sings? Nah, that's just the song. Uh, oh, that, that TLC? Uh, I don't. Okay. Have a merry, merry Christmas. And I, a, I think that's them. I could be wrong. But I think I got the jingle. Okay. You didn't recognize the jingle. I, I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar. <laughs> but you are familiar with A Diva's Christmas Carol. Only through the clips you showed me. <laughs> but yes. Oh, we yeah. haven't watched it all the way through. That's true. Mm-hmm. From beginning mm-hmm. to end. You know. She's uh, a Scrooge in the beginning. Yeah. A nasty, and she nasty gets piece of by work. a Chile. She gets visited by a Chile mm-hmm. and a few other ghosts mm-hmm. that help her come to terms Okay. Yeah. Like like Nini said, she wasn't really lying, but she was getting caught yeah, up. She was getting caught up. She got caught up. You know, Tony Braxton has a Scrooge movie as well. No. It's on Lifetime, and the only reason why I know this is because it's been on while I was like at the gym, or while I've been at the gym. Oh, like how they play on the screen. Yeah, it's yeah. been like replaying and replaying like every night, and I'm just like, oh, this looks kind of good. <laughs> you got the whole movie down there <laughs> and mute, but. <laughs> Right, with them subtitles. Well, that's cool. And you said it was Tony Braxton. Yeah. Well, shout out to our girl Tony Braxton and Vanessa Williams. Yes. For giving us Christmas holiday spirit. Yes, the holiday cheer. (laughs) On the big screen. (laughs) All right, well, yes. Uh, Merry Merry Christmas. How are you? And this is like going to be the Christmas episode. Are we posting on Sunday? Or the holiday episode if you don't celebrate Christmas. You know? Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. If you into that shit. Yes, if you're into decking the halls with Christmas balls. (laughs) Yes, Merry Christmas to you all. Yes, this will be our Christmas episode. Cool. To answer your question. All right. Um, What's up, everybody? Hi. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) As always, guys, welcome to the Hunger Podcast. I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at IAMPRYAM. And I'm Eric. Find me on Instagram and on the Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Oh my goodness. While you're doing all of this finding, yeah. find us both. Even better. On Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D and on Facebook.com slash Hungapod. Send your emails to us. We would love to get your feedback about our most recent episodes, past episodes, or just if you want to check in with your boys and tell us how you're doing. Yeah. Uh, we would appreciate that. Uh, feel free to go to our Insta page, mm-hmm. add us as a, as a friend, and you can hit the email button. Or call us. Yeah. Uh, hit the call button or dial in at 
9992. Yeah, and don't just call. We've gotten two but no voicemails. <laughs> that does nothing. <laughs> now, you could have been scammers, right? So it could be spam. But I'd like to believe that people actually called and just left no voice message. So please, if you'd like to be featured on the show, say something, huh? We got call ID. <laughs> okay, so we know it's you. <laughs> we know it's you. We know who called it. But go ahead and leave that message. Leave we would love to hear message. from you. Yes. In addition, thank you, <laughs> you so much. So <laughs> thank, listen, I gotta tell it like it is. You okay? I saw somebody call, okay? <laughs> and I checked for the message and there was nothing. <laughs> yes. Say so how you feel. Is, okay. <laughs> Rule number one of your boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's how you feel? That's, that's... Ooh, Drake. Ooh. Uh, you don't like Drake? Oh, he's just going through some shit. Oh, yeah. On, but he still looks great. Yeah. Okay. I'm praying for you, brother. Yes. Slang for you. You recover brother. from this. Okay. Call me if you need me. <laughs> um, where are we? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Ratings. So, thank you so much for your ratings and comments. <laughs> Keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can find a man who won't get on that plane because he's waiting for you. Yeah. And oh my goodness, you've reached the Hung Up Podcast where... Where you may have everything under control. Okay. And you'll explain everything. Mm-hmm. And you don't want him to leave. Or... He probably gonna leave. You may know that you can't trust us. That ain't sound right. <laughs> or trust them. Trust them, okay? Let's let's do that. But we'll never hang up on you. <laughs> okay? Good cleanup there. Thank you. Oh my goodness, I can't believe we missed that. Speaking of ratings... um, on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. our ratings like dropped to twenty five one day, and I was like shaking. How? I don't know. Like for like Hackers. three days, actually, it was Hackers. like twenty five. I'm like, well, you know, what happened to our other, other ratings? But it's back up. I think we're at like sixty one, sixty two. Oh yeah. So thank you all. Get us to a hundred for by New, Year's. New Year's. That is actually yeah. awesome. If yeah. you get us to a hundred by New Year's, are we? We we flying in. Okay, the person who gets us to 100 is going to get flued out. All expenses paid for. Okay. <laughs> okay. All expenses paid for. Fuh. Okay. Got you. Getting flued out. Got you. All right. I, I love to get flued out. <laughs> How are you? I'm well. It's good to see you. Good to see On you. On a rainy, good cold to be seen. night. Yeah. <laughs> Reminded me. It was me a stormy of, night. Hey, the kind. You know the kind where the lightning strikes. And I was hanging out with all my artsy friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> but tonight reminded me of earlier this week. I was I decided to took I took myself out again on a okay. not on a date, but just took myself out, went down to Christmas Village, mm-hmm. um, down at Dilworth Park, down there at mm-hmm. City Hall. Um, got rained out, <laughs> like I said tonight. Reminded me of tonight, and um, then I went to like some drag karaoke. It was actually oh, nice. like really, really dope. Um, it was at Taboo downtown, so I haven't been there in ages. But apparently, they have rebranded, mm-hmm. and so um, one of my homeboys that I was with was like, "Yo, let's go check it out." So it was cool. It was alright. This is I- the second time you're taking yourself out. Y'all basically go together. Me and myself, mm-hmm. me myself and I, three mm-hmm. of us. Y'all go together. It's all. Yeah. Polyamorous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I saw Widows on Sunday. Movie with Viola Davis where she plays Oh, where they're like robbing women people? and they have to Got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was interesting. Um, I don't want to do any spoiler alerts or not a spoiler alert, but I don't want to spoil spoil it. Spoil mm-hmm. it for anybody, but I felt like I left 
wanting a little bit more. Oh, you were wanting. Um, I was wanting, and I, you know, I felt like Viola wasn't in her normal. I felt like she was a little washed down. She was Annalise Keating. But you know what? She <laughs> it was a role. Like we can't expect her to be the same person mm-hmm. all the time. So, and you know, just besides that, I enjoyed this week with friends and coworkers. Just. A great way to end the year. Um, grateful for you know just my blessings and all the people that I have around me. It was just a great way to end the year. Um, the year end, yeah. Well, don't worry. It's it's it's, it's, a it's coming to a close. I guess like for me because work is done. I, I won't go mm-hmm. back until after New Year's. Oh, you lucky. So <laughs> you got a good job, y'all. You got a good job. So yeah, shout out to that winter break. Mm-hmm. What's up with you? I'm going to keep it short because okay. I think it's going to flow into our next week's conversation. Okay. But I lived. Mm-hmm. I learned some lessons. Okay. I engaged in some self-forgiveness and some self-compassion. And I'm here wearing black and a scarf. And you look great. Thank you. I love the colors. I've scarf. been running this week, so my body is a little snatched. <laughs> I don't feel as bloated. So, hey, here we are. You look good. You Thank look good. you. Tell yeah. Bay. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got you. Cool. Woo! All right. So I'm really excited for this episode. Yeah, I think we have a special guest that's going to be dialing in. With we us. do have a special guest. Do you want to say who else? Yeah, let's find out who's on the line. Yes. So hi. What's hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hi. what's going on? Thank you for dialing in with the Hunger Podcast. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate this opportunity. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> so, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners? Okay. My name is Philip Johnson. I'm a 23 year old black gay male living in New York City. I um, own my own company, Phil A Films Incorporated, and I'm the creator of the web series Black Sex in the City on YouTube. And is there anything else you guys want me to say? <laughs> oh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I was going to say hometown. I'm yeah. list for Ralph Lauren right now in New York City. Very dope. And yep. Yes, and listening to some of your other interviews, you are very single. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't say very. Oh, okay. you know, life has in ways progressed. Say so. Say so. Actually, so... You know, I actually had somebody listening. He kind of got upset. He's like, "Dang, you what about me?" Yeah, I was, I was like, "Well, dang, you know, we recorded two weeks ago." So, <laughs> Damn, you, know, you had to clean that up real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so for this one, let me say I'm lit single. <laughs> yes, okay. Well, that's cool. Single-ish. Single-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's dope. Single or not single, we are excited to have you. Super excited. Philip Thank you Johnson, for your time. a part of this conversation. Oh, I'm excited to talk. All right. So let's just then jump into it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to start, Eric? Yeah, sure. So, you know, your show is going to be a really... Um, the, the main point of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed looking... Um, on your is it just exclusively on YouTube yes right now it's just on YouTube cool I, I just wanted to say I really enjoy I've been laughing my ass off bro like 
you're, you're it, it's funny it's right to the point i like that they are relatively short mm-hmm. they're like no more than some of them are like no more than three minutes yeah yeah so if you're on the go you can definitely watch and like get your cackles in yeah it definitely is able to be a quick watch which is cool mm-hmm. was that the way you designed it well honestly the way on purpose started, i guess <laughs> i i've really just been doing everything as i go like i really didn't even plan for it to necessarily get to where it's gone i've really just taken it one day at a time because at the beginning it wasn't going to be a web series it was just going to be a little youtube thing i did mm. that wasn't scripted it was just going to be like a little talk show thing and then after the first scripted one i just kept doing that and over time i've tried to lengthen them somewhat uh in order to be able to tell more stories but it really just started off so spontaneous i was just doing this for fun and i had the broader goals but yeah since it started off for fun things have just kind of come as they've come so that's dope and then what i noticed is that in the series is like another series so i was watching through and the part where i cackled the most was like your pretty your pretty petty series excuse me my words oh yes (laughs) that is so hilarious and so like the first thing that jumped up for me was like where did that come from like where did that originate from because that took me down (laughs) so originally what happened was i started black sex in the city but i didn't want to only have a show about dating Mm -hmm. because i didn't want to feel creatively stifled so i started pretty petty too so i was just doing those two as separate um series at the time but then it got to a point where i realized that in order to make either of the show as good as i wanted to make a show i needed to pick one sure and the crowd favorite was black sex in the city so that was a crowd favorite pretty petty oh my goodness sorry (laughs) i mean i'm I'm not surprised i know i know you're hurt p ryan but at the same time i'm not surprised yeah um, yeah because it's such a great and and we'll dig into and i hope you don't mind i wanted to um in a few in a few minutes here talk about really Mm -hmm. Your first couple of episodes in season one, um, not to just give the listeners an idea of what's in store for them when they go and subscribe and they listen and they watch and like and comment and do all that. But also, I I think the issues that you discuss Mm -hmm. are very relevant to today and dating and and, in our community. And I really also like how you bring the humor to it, which (laughs) I think is such a, a genius way of um introducing or reintroducing a topic or idea that's taboo so we'll get we'll get into that a a little in a little bit let's get into it now well (laughs) i had a like an intro question okay and it was you know your show focuses you know like i just said a lot about dating and the experiences that we have as black people not just black gay men but just black people in general um and you you know you cover so many different topics from toxic toxic masculinity to open relationships to being bisexual was that your goal similar to my question about the the timing how short your episodes are Mm -hmm. was this also a goal was that your intention um did you did you from the beginning was that your vision for sex uh, black sex in the city the funny thing is, starting off, I really didn't have much of a vision for it. I really only, what happened was I got the vision for the bi episode. I randomly thought of that funny situation and I was like, oh, I think that this is enjoyable. I enjoy the idea of this and I think other people will like this. So I really just dropped that. I made that and just dropped that completely. 
completely and it's fun. But then once I dropped it, everybody loved it. And everyone's like, more, more, more. And then everybody enjoyed the fact that there was such a like dope topic that was covered in a unique and humorous way. And so I really stumbled upon the talent almost by mistake. Mm. Like I didn't even realize this is I had decided that my goal was to go into TV um, a, a month prior, but I didn't really have a plan or vision of how I was going to get there because I had no experience, no training, only a business background, no type of film classes, experience, anything. So I was kind of just shocked, like, oh, wow, I did this fun thing and people liked it. And then over time, I just invested in the camera, lights and everything. And so I've really made up the vision as I've gone. So season two has more of a solidified vision than season one, mm. especially because, yeah, it just, it all has been, I've just created and come up with ideas each week. I don't ever know what I'm going to do the next month. I really only know what I'm going to do for the next one or two episodes, usually. Yeah. Well, that's cool. As a viewer, it's pretty dope to be a part of that creative journey. So that's, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, and shout out to the the content that you're releasing for this to be unplanned it's pretty dope thank you yeah i'm glad you guys like it yeah i i'm honestly kind of surprised when i look back a lot of the time because i'm like wow please don't be you're manifesting child what made me think of these things you're doing it (laughs) the shit is just funny and and it'll be like the most subtle thing so something i noticed um watching season one is I, I was trying to count how many times you told someone to get the fuck out of your house. I was cracking up. <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> like <laughs> I said this multiple times. You said you you put people out multiple times and Dang. it's just little things like that that, you know, would have me cracking up. Like I, I think one of the episodes was um the toxic masculinity episode okay, where okay, yes. you after he was just like, I'm the nigga, you the bitch. <laughs> you was like, get, like, get, get your ass out. out. <laughs> but i mean it's very real because that's how it would go down in real life you know what i'm saying like the one that resonated with moving that situation i've had in a different way where i like literally hopped out of a moving car in manhattan and was like i'm gonna take the train oh mercy that was that petty so (laughs) damn sometimes it'd be like that huh I said, sometimes it be like that. Oh, yeah. No, period. (laughs) The one that resonated with me, which is why I will die on the hill of pretty petty, is the girlfriend versus the gay. Oh, my My life. Okay? (laughs) I'm glad you like that one. Love that that one. (laughs) Love that one. Okay? And so I'm going to petition for pretty petty to come back. All right? Oh, all right. Maybe I will have to do some more. I really had a great time with those episodes. So good. It just got to the point where I literally was spread thin in work-life balance. So I was like, I have to choose the series. Oh, yes. Black Sex in the City was just... Both of them were great, but it's almost like I was listening to what people were begging for more of. Right, I hear you. More so, Black Six in the City. So I was like, oh, damn. I get that. I get it. (laughs) I fucked with it because, you know, I think many of us uh, grew up watching Sex in the City and also knowing like the force that it had in culture and how popular it was Mm -hmm. and how, you know, how people love that. But I think what remains a constant is that we hardly ever get that type of platform um, as black men, especially as gay black men to be able to tell our story in that way. So I think, you know, you are in a amazing position 
um, a position that you've already taken on fully and been successful at you know giving that narr- narrative yeah. and, and and having that platform to, to discuss these issues um and you did it all you know on your own you know what i'm saying like you started with whatever you had and you just wanted to express yourself on a creative level and you just did it like that's that's Damn, really you really gotta cool. be over here emotional oh all right well uh, all right let's yeah, let's <laughs> now i'm hyping you up <laughs> got you Amen. But we gotta, we have to uplift and inspire each other, um, and and support each other. I think that's. I really appreciate important. the kind words because, oof, You're you really are making me think about the journey. Like, yeah, it all, it all just happened so fast. Like, I didn't even realize what was happening. So it. Well, how yeah, long? So okay, so blessing for sure. So how long have you been at this? Was it something that you um, immediately started when you got to New York? Uh, so I moved to New York after I, I graduated from college in April of 2017, and I moved to New York in July. University and, of Michigan, right? Right. Cool. And when I moved here, I had decided a couple months prior that TV was what I wanted to go into. I don't even know what told me that, because I had no, I had absolutely no experience other than maybe a class in high school and one other thing, maybe. Mm. So... Um, it wasn't until nine months ago from now that I ended up starting, and that was when the first Black Sex in the City episode aired, and then now we're in season two, nine months later, and yeah. it's definitely been a whole learning process and learning experience. Every step of the way, I've just had to learn from my mistakes or learn as I go learn from I've just mainly learned from watching TV shows and movies and yeah. just kind of try to combine what I think the type of lessons I've learned of what works and what doesn't and just combine it with my own creativity and what I think works and what doesn't and yeah so it's been interesting that's awesome kind of in the vein of like lessons learned right um so not only did we get a chance to kind of watch your videos on youtube but we got a chance to listen to some of the interviews you did prior to this one um and so you were on the him podcast shout out to the boys at him podcast um yes they are (laughs) super hilarious yeah um but you had mentioned that when you were starting to develop your YouTube videos, you kind of, what pushed you into that direction was the fact that like you were, you had this choice of being kind of this financial robot um, or kind of like working for Ralph Lauren and then doing, you know, your artistic stuff on the side. Right. And this journey that you kind of went on was because you wanted to pursue happiness rather than kind of like the cookie cutter version of success. So, Kind of being a couple weeks removed from that interview, I wonder, what is your journey of happiness now? Like, what does that look like? What are some things that you're learning? What are some things that you're doing? I guess my version of happiness right now, I'll say, is freedom. I want freedom to live my 24 hours of the day how I want to live them. So right now, I'm in the process of executing some... I, I don't... Let me see. I don't know if I'll tell the specifics, but we'll just say there will be a big change in my life come January 2019. You get married? Right now, (laughs) I'm focusing on, like, appreciating and just enjoying everything in my life right now. Yes. And really just maximizing the moment, really enjoying the moment and appreciating. I guess gratitude is my biggest version of Mm. happiness. You gotta speak. 
because back in August and September, especially, it's like things had already been kind of rough this year, but they really tanked, I would say, in August and September. But then there, one day I woke up and I started, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do intentional gratitude every day. So when I would walk out of my house and be on the way to the subway station, I would out loud talk to myself and thank God out loud for my blessings and talk about what I'm yes. grateful for. And I would do it every single day. And I've been doing it every single day since the end of September. Yes. And it's really changed my life. You better oh praise gosh. him with the fruit of even, your lips. If, if, even on my worst days, I'm grateful. Amen. So that's that's, that's the Wow. Amen. I love that. You're not the only one who's doing that. I, I love hearing that. I, uh, I, I love really, hearing that because it does make you feel better. And I was just sitting with a, a friend of mine who's, you know, she shared with me, you know, that she's been depressed and going through things and feeling lonely. And she asked me, like, Eric, what do I do? I said, take it one step at a time, sis. Every day when you wake up, start with what you're grateful for. Right. Yeah. I, I literally told her the same thing and I told her that I've been doing that and I promised her I said you will start to feel better yeah. you 100% do yeah well, amen. it's all about where you put your energy yeah, yeah. I'm here for that so yes. I wanted to we don't want to keep you too long we know you're a busy man I wanted to kind of, before you leave, jump into, um, like I said earlier, some of your episodes. And I want to just ask some general questions around the topic of your episode because, okay, cool. you know, I really feel like these are relevant issues that a lot of us and I'm sure the listeners can relate to. Okay, cool. So... I wanted to, so your, your first episode, season one, episode one, again, I was just like cracking up at the part where your, whoever was playing opposite of you um, said that if you're trying to hook up with a guy who lives in Brooklyn, but you live in the Bronx, it ain't happening. Right. And, and I was like, because <laughs> that's a long distance relationship. Is that considered a long distance relationship in New York? <laughs> Um, absolutely. It takes over. If you're going to the Bronx, coming from where I'm at, especially at night, it'll take you an hour and a half, maybe more to get there. Are you serious? So oh, hell. You gotta be a like traveling girl. <laughs> you're on the subway for all this time and walking and it's cold. There's people who live closer to me than that. Who I'm still I'm still too lazy to go. It's yeah, it's definitely interesting. That's, that's a little stressful. I I don't know. It's not even just me. Everyone is unwilling kind of to bend their schedules too much. It's just so much energy. So mm, mm. oh okay. Yeah. So it sounds like dating in New York sucks like it does here in Philly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It takes I'm twenty just, minutes to get anywhere in Philly, and you know niggas won't still won't come see you. So. It's That's why when I have when I got a nigga again, we gonna be cohabiting. Period. Oh, because I don't have time for traveling. There's not enough hours of the day. You ready for, for me that to girl? not cohabit? When if we know we serious, serious, like period. You ready for that cohabit, Phil? Is that what I'm hearing? I've done it once before, and it actually went pretty badly. But <laughs> it helps out with the rent, though. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, it was during college, so because of the arrangement, it kind of uh, did. But no, that's another reason I'm down for it. I'm like, shit, that's a financial investment. Yeah, because mm-hmm. New York is hell of expensive. I've, I've heard. Yeah. So, 
episode two was like a bisexual kind of theme. I guess like where you came out to the girl that you were dating at the time to let her know that you were bisexual. And I was really cracking up when she like, you know, leaned back and like clutched her pearls and she gagged and she was just like, what do you mean by? Buy Buy me a ring? Buy me a ring? (laughs) (laughs) So, again, a funny scene, but a really like serious moment that a lot of people have to face. You know what I mean? Why do you think that some women have an issue when it comes to a man self-identifying as bisexual? I think that the way society, um, I guess it relates to the toxic masculinity episode in a way, because society has, it builds up this like expectation of what a man should be. And there's even things not regarding sexuality that people are strict on, like, oh, I'm only going to date someone over six feet and stuff like that, how a lot of girls are. So then with the sexuality, they'll sometimes bend on the six feet thing. But when it comes to the sexuality, they really don't want to bend on that matter. So it just causes them to, oh, like a lot of straight males, I feel, or bisexual males to kind of conceal that part of them because it's not going to lead anywhere positive. And if you know you want to be with a woman long term, I think a lot of the times it's probably easier to just, if you're going to do anything with guys, just do it on the low. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate, (laughs) um, which contributes to the DL culture. You know what I mean? Surely does. Um, Shout out to the women. They want to say. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but shout out to the women who are down yes. to, to, to date right. bisexual men. I know a few. I think I know like two. Shout out Mandy <laughs> from the Horrible Decisions podcast. Oh, is she Four one? Four pumps. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> like, they shouldn't have any problem with it. Just have a little fun. Have a lot Can of nigga, fun. Can't a nigga get his dick sex by a nigga? He can. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you hit up hungupod at gmail.com. Well, wait a minute. Why you... Uh, you're making it sound like... Well, wait, how are you going to solicit us like that? I'm soliciting me. What <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phil. We just had a little... A little uh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, everyone, tonight's This episode sponsor. was brought to you by a little Jim Beam, Maple. This is very holiday season. So Holiday. Okay. Listen, y'all, I have Patrick listening to So Holiday. Or Philip, are you familiar with that song? With what? So Holiday. Oh. Eric, we are young. Oh. Okay, we are 90s babies. You, you, so he does it. What was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, my phone fell out the hip bones. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Are you familiar with So Holiday by Sounds of Blackness? Oh, I'm not. Oh. Me either. Because why? We're under 30. Y'all millennials stay on your phones too much texting. That's what That's what the problem is. Okay. 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 <laughs> well, I played... It's it's like... To me, that's like the official black holiday Christmas song. I played it for P. Ryan uh, before we got the episode started. So, Philip, please do yourself a favor. Before you go to bed tonight, check out So Holiday. All right? Okay, I will. I promise you to make you feel good. (laughs) I'll make sure to check it out. Cool, cool. So, so, um, on one of the episodes that you had, you talked about kind of like a solo vacation you took yourself on. Episode four, I think. 
Yes. Yes. Um, so that was like really dope. You were in Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle. You were in that area? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bermuda, Bahama, so, er- come on, pretty mama. Okay. So y'all know that song. Either. You want to serenade? I actually do. All right. Oh, okay. all right. All right. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a young girl when I got an old soul. Okay. My grades are showing. Okay. All right. Now, Eric, have you taken a trip by yourself? I have not taken a trip by myself. Okay. Well, I did one not to Bermuda, but to Mexico. But I'm wondering, you know, you touched a little bit about what your experience was like, um, kind of just like navigating the space as a black queer male, um, but, or a black queer man, excuse me. But um, I wonder what lessons did you learn from kind of that trip and that you took back with you to the States? I learned that when you're going to somewhere tropical, Typically, homophobia will be on the rise. Real life, mm-hmm. real life. Mm-hmm. And I was really wearing some clothes that were. I mean, oh, I my seen you. Were very short. I seen you. Yeah. I cut my shirt, so like my yeah my nipples, nipples were, out. It was ridiculous. They were out. I tried to get on the bus and I got cussed out. So I just learned to keep more clothes on. Hold on, wait. You got cussed out. You said you got cussed out. Yeah, the bus people were upset. I was. I mean, Damn. I was just living my best life. Yeah. <laughs> they was mad. They were hating. It turns out that you keep most clothes on, though, until getting to the beach. Oh, wowzers. Okay. And I was like, damn. And you were by yourself. Like, you brave. That's cool. Yeah. It, oh, God. And then when I had to buy weed, it was just, oh, God. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So you partake in the salad. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I walked up to them in my very short swim trunks and my nipples out of my shirt. Like, and I guess it was a mess. Mm. But did you get the salad, though? I did. But okay. I was homophobic and not happy with how I was Are you serious? Nobody was happy with how I was dressed. Oh, my goodness. Damn. I'm like, they would love this back home. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay. They probably loved it there. Okay. That's okay. the real tea, right? That's the real tea. <laughs> Very, very oh cool. Alright, that's that's my question. So <laughs> episode six, dating apps. You I feel like you hooked up with a strange it was like one of the, it was like a horror episode. <laughs> like you you basically Yeah. <laughs> so it kinda had like a horror theme to it. You um connected with some, someone on a dating app and I was just like, Wow, once again, we can and I, and I just thought it was funny how how you ended the episode because you heard the music at the end and then it just cut and yeah. the credits went up. I was a little shook. It, it, <laughs> I was cracking. Okay, I was a little scared. Because okay. was that the part where you like were going down the dark hallway? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we just don't even know what happened, but you probably got it stabbed up or you know who knows. He was just like she disappeared. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I wanted it to be ambiguous. Mm. So, you know, I feel like many of us have, you know, been on the dating apps if we're not on them now. Do you, like, when it comes to dating apps, is that a something that, is that, is that, you cool with those or you not cool? Oh, because, you know. I've never used this Tinder because I just, I'm. You're wise. I'll just say I do not get yeah. down in a. In general, I don't get down in a like draft or grinder way, really. Yeah. So I've only used Tinder, and I haven't had any experiences that were like, 
very traumatizing. But I also am conscious of the fact that it could be strange one day. It could. It could be strange. Okay. It really could. Because sometimes I, yeah, I don't always have a tendency to meet people in public first just because it could be, I don't like to go on dates if I'm not in a relationship with somebody some of the time because mm. I don't feel like sitting at a table with you. But I know it's not the safest to meet at someone's house first. So. Oh, yeah. You could be chopped up into itty bitty pieces. Oh, gosh. Mm. But since I have roommates, I feel safer if that's ever done. Okay. Yeah, I've only um, I'm on Tinder, and like you feel, I haven't had any like weird or uncomfortable interactions on Tinder. But when I was on Jack, it it can be a little strange. Mm-hmm. It could be you know, and guys got their games that they play. You know what I mean? Like right. they, they got the you know the blocking game, the picture games that they that they like to play. Um, so I I yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good with that. Mm. But again, while the episode had some humor to it, I think it also is, is shedding light on a serious issue. And I think everybody, gay, straight, white, black, it doesn't matter. You gotta be careful when you are meeting people on these apps. There's a million apps now. Like it's not just one or two or three, there's dozens of apps um, to suit people's lifestyles or you know what they're into you know what i mean you know there's apps that you are trying to meet um a shot caller you know what i'm saying like if you're trying to you know it's all types of uh, apps out here so we gotta we gotta be careful definitely yeah and the last episode i wanted to mention was episode seven which was an std episode um i think you know once again serious topic had some humor to it. it was a great episode but i think that you know one thing that i took away from that was that we have to be willing to have more open and honest conversations with each other even for casual sex encounters about our sexual history i think it can be a little scary when you share your sexual history with people and i think this is something that's not talked about enough is because there is um incidents of bullying there are incidents of you know outing people to try to destroy them or you know there there are you know people can do harm with information you know whichever way that they feel but i think it's still important that we protect ourselves and we you know we are protecting other people like how do you how do you balance that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like the key is to for me personally the way i balance it is just by I mean, I'm just not really out there, really, because one of my biggest... I kind of liked that episode because it got to play on one of my big fears, which is the STDs, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the checks and balances of life. Like, so for me, a lot of how I balance it is just, I'm not even really very interested in doing, having any, like, sexually intimate experiences if I don't at least think that I have feelings for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to think at least be tricking myself into thinking I like you in order to even want to do that because I think yeah, for me limiting partners as much as possible is the key Yeah, I agree and yeah. then I think that one of the big things I wanted to hit on with this episode was how in the black LGBTQ community especially mm. HIV AIDS is like of course a big topic because you know there's the people who are positive or negative and then there's the conversations of 
Would you date someone who, who is... And then I even saw a question on Twitter today. Would you be friends with someone who is... Wow. And especially then you think about the statistics for living in Atlanta and how they say... I forgot what statistic I saw on Twitter the other day, but it's like, you know, it's a very prevalent thing in the community. So I wanted this episode also to be able to hit on the LGBTQ side of STDs mm. because I think that... Um, in the straight community, it's more of a thing that's like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I'll get, like, syphilis or, you know, whatever other curable thing. But with the gay community, it just feels more life or death for us at times. Mm. So I wanted to be able to really show that fear kind of on screen. I I really dig that. And I think a lot of that comes from the history behind it right because at one point it was a life or death situation and to be honest that wasn't that long ago (laughs) we're talking 30 years yeah it it really yeah it it really wasn't that long ago so there is still stigma there is still shame attached to these things but i think you know when when we have platforms like hung up podcast or like yours black sex in the city it's our opportunity to bring these things up and and, and, yes. and discuss these things. We we're not gonna we may not make change now or overnight or but I think that it's important that these conversations go on. Mm, and we yes. continue to have them. Yeah. So I just had a final thought to wrap up the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it really was just to say thank you, Phil, for coming in and and you know, it's such an honor to have you on the show. Uh, you know, yes. speaking to and about other black men who are practicing excellence in whatever lane that they are in is what the Hunger Podcast is all about celebrating. So we really appreciate you, man. Thank you. And this was a great conversation. Yes. Thank you so this very much. This opportunity was a blessing. These yeah. were definitely great conversations. And I'm glad to have gotten to unpack some of the just messages and broader things that I've wanted the audience to take away from certain parts so thank you guys for having me yes and thank you again for releasing such amazing content like I I got my entire life and I'm still getting my life because I'm rewatching. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys yes bye bye hey guys hey. so we're back hey as long they all sound the same. Be optimistic. They do. They do. <laughs> hey, have a Merry Christmas, everybody, yes. and a happy, happy New Year. All right. All right. So we are back. Yes, we are. <laughs> And this is our favorite part of the show. Child, I feel like I had so much of this Jim Beam maple. Oh, you want some more? No, what? Maple, that's my, my cousin's name. Maple or Maple? <laughs> it could be Maple. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our favorite part of the show. It it's is. Hung up or hanging up. It is. So, how are you feeling this evening? Child. After such a great conversation. Uh, first of all, up, thank you, you so much to Philip. Again. We really need to be hung up on Philip. Philip, yeah. So he's just our <laughs> honorary hung up. Um, I am hung up also on uh, a young man who graduated from my undergrad. 
the University of Maryland College Pork, only pushing out the best. His name is William Evans. Okay. Um, when I was an undergrad, he was just this fabulous like cheerleader, just like body goals, yeah. uh, attitude goals, just goals, goals. I like male cheerleaders. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and recently, um, <laughs> he moved to Miami like a few years ago, and he, you know, took on this drag persona called Miss Toto. He recently dressed up as our hormone monstrous. Are you serious? Yes. And did an amazing piece. Um, and We're going to turn their insides into oh, cottage cheese. Listen, he showed us a real bubble bar. Okay? And Fuck them up. <laughs> he was featured in Vice. He was also featured... Um, not only in Viceland, but he was featured in another magazine. I'm so sorry that it slipped my mind. That's and really cool. Maya Rudolph yeah, that girl. contacted him oh. and said, I have now been immortalized as Hormon. To get a call. Hormone Monstrous. Mm-hmm. To get a call. And she said, you are my Hormone Monstrous. That's really cool. And so shout out to William. I am hung up on you. Miss Toto, and there's only bigger and brighter things for you. I can't wait to see you on RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm claiming that for you, and you're gonna kill it. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. This week, I'm also hung up. I'm hung up on Will Smith just because he's just always amazing. Yes, he's, he's the best thing the that has happened to Instagram since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. He is in the yeah. He's playing the new. He's playing Genie. Mm-hmm. In the new Aladdin movie. Do you know people were mad that he wasn't blue? And or he wasn't Indian? Like, for real, people were pissed that he wasn't a blue Indian. That's fine. And that can't happen, y'all. He is the best thing to happen to my bussy since LL Cool J. But I think they are going to make him blue, I heard somewhere, just for the movie. Oh, okay. that That magazine cover, they just let, it, let it go. To. Whatever. Okay. But, you know, besides that, I just think he's incredibly caring and loving. He's very positive, And he wants people to just be the best version of who they are. Yes. And... If you don't know that, just follow him on Instagram. He's constantly speaking today. He's posting videos all the time that really motivate us. He takes pictures with that beautiful family that he has. Will Smith is my hero. (laughs) And I'm hung up. We really need to put him as the second inductee into the Hung Up Hall of Fame. Oh, my goodness. I'm just nominating. It's not official yet. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. All right. So you on the Grammy board. You giving out nominations. I'm on the Grammy. I'm a white man who's in my 70s and yeah. I'm on the Grammy board. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you skipped Ariana. We yeah. won't forget. I want okay. my apology. The ponytails won't forget. <laughs> Wow. Well, thank you what so much. What a great much. episode. Yeah, sorry. Yes. <laughs> or let's go ahead and close it. No, it was a fabulous episode. <laughs> Before I start slurring, guys. Let's go. This has been another episode <laughs> of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at IAMPRYAN. And I'm Eric. Find me on Instagram and on the Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D and on Hung Up pod's facebook which is facebook.com slash hung up pod yes and send your emails and continue to send all your love to hung up pod at gmail.com 
or feel free to hit the call button on our Insta page and drop us a message. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. Yes, and thank you guys so much for your ratings, comments, and reviews. Yes, keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can find a man who will be your genie in a bottle. Come on, Christina okay? Aggie, gotta rub you the right way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Shout out to Christina. <laughs> okay. And shout out to Will. Okay. <laughs> shout out to both of them. Yes. If you want to be with me, I can make your dreams come true. <laughs> Are you feeling, this is how you feeling right now. This is how I'm feeling. Right. My scarf. All right. This alcohol kicking in. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Bye, guys. Peace. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be in the bubble bath. Bubble bath. The bubble bath. Bubble, bubble, bubble bath. Let's just relax and take ourselves a nice hot. Bubble bath. Bubble bath. Does he rip on you? Bubble, bubble.